the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good Wednesday afternoon. Bill Bunkley here live on this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And we have a lot of uh, briefings to give you. It's been a very busy day at the Florida legislature. Well, I want to tell you a shout-out to a couple of functions I was able to take part in today in Tallahassee. First up was uh, the 2019 Annual Legislative Prayer Breakfast put on by the uh, House Chaplain uh, and uh, had a great time this morning. Some of you may remember Jim Tuohy. Jim Tuohy at one time was head of Department of HRS here in Florida. He later went on to serve uh, Mother Teresa for several years. Uh, as her personal uh, business um, uh, confidant, also was uh, uh, in charge of the faith-based office at the White House for George W. Bush. He's currently president of the cafe, uh, of the Catholic Ava Marie University uh, down uh, in uh, southeast Florida, southwest Florida, I should say. And he was the keynote speaker at the breakfast this morning, along with Governor DeSantis. And if you are following me at the Facebook at Bill Bunkley, you probably saw those two pictures earlier this morning. Also on Facebook and Twitter for Bill Bunkley and the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission. And then at lunchtime, had an opportunity to greet some folks who came to Tallahassee on the steps of the old Capitol. And uh, it was my honor to be able to speak on behalf of myself and John Stenberger with the Florida Family Policy Council. Susan B. Anthony, uh, folks, uh, have uh, uh, come to Florida. Florida is going to be one of the battleground states. They are a very, very good and effective uh, uh, warrior for the right to life, uh, pro-life. And uh, they had a joint rally, and I had a chance to uh, welcome the folks on the steps uh, in the program today, talk a little bit about uh, the history of, uh, of us fighting abortion in this state in terms of uh, incrementalism. And a beautiful day, beautiful day in Tallahassee. Quick little praise report. As we were standing there, Mike, uh, we were on the old Capitol that faces uh, Appalachia Parkway. And as we were standing there, boy, just, just, a, just 
a God thing that uh, there was a gentleman that was turning right that didn't see a family that was crossing the street and just about uh, actually started to move, and uh, the little boy fell on the ground. He was not hit or run over, but uh, I just happened to be just looking that way and uh, was horrified uh, as it unfolded. But uh, that that was coming at the rally with his two kids, and kids were probably, what, three years old, three or four years old, two or three years old, probably three or four years old. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, Dad was not a happy camper. It was an elderly gentleman who uh, didn't um, either didn't see the didn't see the kids or was in a hurry or whatnot. But fortunately, nobody was hurt. But uh, it was just one of those days. I was like, wow. And uh, last but not least, I'm uh, looking forward tomorrow to CBMC uh, breakfast, and uh, I'm going to be back uh, for that tomorrow morning. And that's going to be rise and shine. At 6.30, guys, if you're coming out to uh, be a part of that, remember that the the greeting's at uh, about uh, 6.30, and you'll get underway there and uh, get your breakfast. And so uh, that program is a pretty prompt program. be wrapping up about 8.30, so I look forward to seeing you there. 877-943-9673 is the number for you to be able to uh, sound off on our program today. Uh, we are working on uh, probably the lead story right now outside of Florida. We've got several things I want to cover for inside of Florida. But Joe Biden has uh, finally broke his silence. And he's done that by way of a video, sort of a mea copa. And um, I just alerted that to Mike and uh, hard to do the show and line up some stuff at the same time. But if we can get that clip, uh, we're going to let you listen to that clip. And uh, I'm going to ask you if you're buying what Joe's selling. Just kind of being, you know, halfway light about it. But, no, the idea is to figure out exactly what's going on uh, with those allegations. So we'll have that report coming up, uh, hopefully, if we can get that uh, audio turned around. Because I, I, I just heard it a little while ago, and it is worthwhile trying to put it together. 877-943-9673 is the number. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's been happening in the Florida legislature. Several things. And first of all, we have, uh, at least out of the Senate, we have a budget proposal. That's right. We have a budget proposal and uh, from the Florida Senate for the 2019-2020 um, uh, legislative uh, budgeting, I, I should say, from, from the House. We'll talk about that in just a moment, trying to pull it up right here on my smartphone where I had... Uh, uh, put it in somehow. Uh, there you go. There you go. All right. Let's get over here to $90.3 billion. That's with a B. $90.3 billion. That is uh, the budget that was approved by the Florida Senate uh, today. Uh, the House will be approving their budget as well. And then next week we'll get ready to go into the conference committee on both of those bills. And, um, the House has begun working through the amendments on their version. It is about $400 million less. But I can tell you that in the middle, the allocations are, are certainly uh, not adding up. Kurt Anderson reporting for the Orlando Sentinel, uh, just using a couple of uh, facts uh, out of this because uh, I was not in the, in the actual uh, passage or did not track the budget today. We have a lot going on. Um, the governor's budget, remember, comes in at $91.3 billion. And so here's the areas to be concerned about of the differences. 
In the area of education spending, there's differences. In the area of uh, water management, uh, there are differences. Uh, of course, uh, when you get into the overall Okeechobee and uh, red tide and the algae blooms that are down there, that's all coming in for the uh, environment uh, to be negotiated with the house and uh, mental health services in schools. So um, remember, as I've told you, this is the only thing the legislators are set to pass this year, and so you want to keep an eye on that. Now, the other thing I want to tell you is is that um, – there is, um, we, we are, we had three different major proposals uh, in the area of abortion this year. One was the heartbeat bill that you couldn't have an abortion after the heartbeat. One was the um, um, parental notification. I just want to tell you that uh, my sense is, is that uh, we could be in, we could, for those of us that are pro-life advocates and working on the, these uh, pieces of legislation, uh, we are getting we are getting real late in the session, and some of these bills haven't even been heard yet in the respective chambers. And so, uh, some of the discussion today was talking about uh, comparing notes, and I was suggesting to quite a few people that we might be in some big trouble here in terms of the uh, uh, one you know these bills moving along and getting an opportunity to be heard on the full Senate and full House floor. So. That's uh, that's getting to be a, a problem. But uh, anyway, the House will pass their version of the bill, and then we will see how they reconcile those two bills together. And uh, when they start doing that, then we'll get an idea of how things are really uh, slipping up. Something I want to mention yesterday, it is important. You'll probably laugh and chuckle at me, but I want to remind you that the mating season for alligators uh, is right now. So I want to tell you that when the alligators are in a mating in a in a in a, in a, in a um, mating mode, it is uh, you need to be very very careful if you live on a lake, if you go take a walk by a lake, and especially if you have small dogs or small animals, and that's because during the mating season, you know the sensitivity is very much heightened. And uh, these alligators can get aggressive. Take it from me, born and raised here. It's a time of the year that uh, you want to get this mating season out of the way. And until then, you, you want to be a little extra vigilant about uh, being out and around around the lake. So just wanted to pass that along. I had meant to uh, share that yesterday, but uh, didn't get a chance to because we had a, a very robust first hour. So we have that uh, that uh, we wanted to get to, to your uh, way. Now, I'm going to I want to talk about this after the break because you know that we've uh, approved medical marijuana. However, we got something going on and that is the House panel uh, has decided to limit the amount of THC uh, in the smokable marijuana. <clears throat> and that is going to probably cause some folks some consternation uh, here. And um, understand that the THC is much, much more potent than uh, not that any of you experimented with uh, any use of uh, cannabis or pot or marijuana back in the 70s or, 70s or 80s. But, uh, you know, the folks who have <laughs> uh, will tell, tell you and tell others that uh, the, the marijuana that's out on the streets today 
is much more powerful than the marijuana was way back when. And so with that, um, looking to limit the amount of THC that's going to be going into the um, the plant is going to be something uh, that we're going to be looking at. And that, uh, that came out of um, a House panel this afternoon. And probably a good chance that the House and the Senate are not going to agree on this. But the idea is that uh, what we don't want to do, and this is not being passed so that we have, you know, medical marijuana scripts being written for people who are actually using it in a recreational fashion. But um, it passed its first committee today. And, again, uh, it's it's – we're real late in the session, so I don't know if the House is just trying to make a statement or are they going to really try and take a run at this. Uh, my sense is is that uh, the sentiment in, in the Senate may not be so much for this. You have Senator Bradley and Senator Galvano, both of which have been um, pretty supportive, especially Senator Bradley of the medical marijuana. So that was the House and Human Services Committee, and um, – citing research indicating that the high-potency marijuana is associated with early onset of psychosis and the development of schizophrenia in medical marijuana users. It also prohibits doctors from certifying patients under 18 for marijuana for full-strength marijuana and gives free medical marijuana identification cards for veterans. So... What do you think? Do you think the state ought to limit the THC, or should it be that powerful, 10 times more powerful than the 70s or 80s? If you want to weigh in, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a quick time out. Oh, by the way, I want to remind you, have we got that Regnery book yet? Yes, we do, actually. And uh, we're going to be giving away this month to, I believe, five lucky winners uh, a book called Marlon Bundo. It's a day in the, in the uh, nation's capital. And uh, that is by the uh, First Lady, as a matter of fact. Marlon Bundo's Day in the Nation's Capital by Charlotte Pence. That was uh, the uh, one of the books that got uh, a lot of uh, pushback from the left. And we'll have five of those copies just for you. I'm Bill Bunkley. Give me a call. Be right back. This Friday, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get in my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters Friday. Pastor, you work hard to make sure the flock lies down in green pastures. Why not enjoy a day on the green fairways at West Chase Golf Club? Faith Talk invites you to our fifth annual Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase, with breakfast from Chick-fil-A, lunch from Mission Barbecue, and tons of great prizes and giveaways. The Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is our gift to the pastors of Tampa Bay, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase Golf Club in Tampa. Slots are limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. 
If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot, come to you with free mobile service, and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm. The faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, Bill Bunkley live on the Bill Bunkley Show this afternoon. Phone lines are open. We've got uh, one line open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Talking about uh, marijuana in Florida. Today, a House committee put a limit on the amount of THC that would be in medical marijuana cigarettes. Now, this is just a House committee. It would have to go through the full House as well as the full Senate. And uh, we are, even though we have an eight-week session, and you might say, well, Bill, we're only halfway through. Well, the committee process will wrap up in another uh, week or so. And the last two weeks of the session, it is just uh, they're in session in the chamber. And uh, unless there's uh, a lot of uh, gyrations done by leadership, the bills are dying uh, by the dozens each and every day. But the question is, uh, THC, too much? How much is too much? Not enough? Uh, do you have the right to just have the full-blown marijuana? 877-943-9673. Steve in Tampa's first up. Steve, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. How are you doing? Good, Steve. How are you? Great, thank you. Um, I'm a person. I wanted to call and comment on this. I don't, I don't even use marijuana. Um, I, it's not really something that's for me, but I do know people that benefit from it, and uh, as opposed to standard uh, pharmaceuticals and so forth. So I wanted to comment on that because it's something that I see with friends and family in my life that it actually is uh, relevant to them. And I think, you know, letting our government decide what what type of dosage and stuff is kind of silly. I mean, they're not doctors. They don't know the ins and outs of it. And if you do more research, then probably what they've done since their government doesn't really know the full extent from what I've gathered, uh, they should just Steve, let them, Steve, Steve, we, Steve, 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 we're only getting yeah. every third word. Can you take a couple steps and see if we can get a better cell phone reception? Yeah, let me let me just let me just now, stop here. So, now that's better. Go, go, go now. Go ahead because now now I can hear everything. Okay, I'm sorry. So basically, I'm just saying, why not leave it up to the professionals, the doctors, the people who actually know what the dosages do. And, and so forth, and not our government. Um, the government really just doesn't 
have the in-depth research on the subject to make these type of decisions for us. And I think it's up to uh, the medical professionals to actually uh, prescribe properly. Well, let me, and, let, me, let me ask you a question. Just jump in here. Sure. Um, you, I'm sure you realize that this is this drug or this medication didn't go through any of the normal hoops because we really don't have the studies to approve the use of uh, especially smokable marijuana. So following your logic, which I think makes a lot of sense, but what my argument is is that we have approved the smoking of something that in-depth research hasn't been completed on, but there was strong public opinion. So the legislature has acted because of the strong public opinion, and, of course, a great straight statewide campaign effective by John Morgan. But the other half of this is is that, um, and I guess I'm going to discount terminal patients, but if you've got someone who's got a pretty good lifespan, potentially, and they're doing marijuana for pain, when you look at the THC levels of 20, 30 years ago that gives the quote-unquote allegedly the buzz that takes away the pain, uh, is there some area that where the legislature in good faith is just trying to protect the public? Because if you drill down and read about really, and it's not right-wing articles, it's just even from some of the cannabis sources, man, this THC that's out there, I mean, it is extra potent. And I think I'm certainly in the camp that once this gets wide distribution and it's just out there, you know our kids are going to be getting into this stuff because there's going to be more opportunities with the uh, opportunities to have this around, but wow, shoot, hundreds of thousands of more households because it's legal. And I think they're just trying to consider the overall public health aspect. And part of the uh, approval is I think University of Florida and uh, one other university is doing research and uh, what the legislature wants to do is in two, three, four years when this research comes back is to adjust the legislation to the research. But in the meantime, try and be a little conservative with the approach to approach the pain, take care of the pain, but not do such an overload that it might cause other unintended health concerns that haven't been really put on the table yet because we've approved this without any research. But So go ahead. So interestingly enough, um, the research that has been done on cannabis is, is, is fairly extensive. And, and the, the funny thing is that pharmaceuticals get put on the market um, much more uh, quickly, and we haven't done the research on that. And, and studies show that the, the effect of just standard pharmaceuticals for pain do much more damage to the human body than uh, something natural like marijuana. Yeah, but, and I'll uh, tell you but, that. But, but they've all gone through studies. that They have not just come to market. Uh, that, that I would contest with you that, yes, and there are horrible side effects, and the research has been done, but I just wanted to just mention that I don't uh, – if you can name me a pharmaceutical that didn't have any research other than marijuana that came to market, I'd be open to hear. Well, I mean, the addictive uh, nature of oxycodone, didn't get researched quite enough either, and look where we are with that. So, and as far as addiction levels comparatively to some of the drugs that take away pain for people, right, it, right. it just seems ridiculous that the government would have to decide. I think it should be left, left, left up to medical professionals, not our government, to tell us what our dosages and so forth should be. I mean, that's their that's their professional business. That's what yeah, they do for a living. Our, our government yeah. doesn't do that. 
Yeah, yeah. The other side of that is interesting articles. It was the salespeople working for, I can't remember the number of that one oxycodone company, that was very aggressive with gifts, taking doctors out to lunch, et cetera, et cetera. And that is what led to the huge opioid crisis of, uh, you know, doing scripts for 10, 20, 30 tabs. And then they all got on the street. But, hey, we got to get to our next caller. But very, very good uh, input. And, yes, uh, valid uh, aspects to your argument. But, uh, again, we need to have the research on marijuana. And then we can make the, 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 the absolute best decisions of what the, what the folks want. All right, got 90 seconds left. We're going to go to our next caller after the break. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We're talking about uh, medical marijuana. And we're talking about the level of THC. Should the government uh, in a Stephen Tampa uh, felt that uh, the government, the, the uh, legislature should just uh, uh, keep a hands off and, and not uh, dictate the, the amount of THC? I asked the question, is there a public health concern? Does the legislature have a role to play now that uh, we are going to have medical marijuana and we're also going to have the uh, Canada bio oil? We've, we've had that, especially for the, the kids and their Caesars. Uh, so the the question is, uh, uh, should uh, the legislature consider, since they're kind of going into this blind without the research, and I think it's pretty well accepted on all sides that the THC level in today's marijuana is, is uh, by far times, times, times again more potent than it was back in the 70s or 80s. Does the Does the Florida state government have a role to play to uh, throttle the amount of THC, and I'll just add in just for now until some of this research comes back. Got uh, one or two lines open for you, 877-943-9673. Who's up next, Mike? All right, Rachel's in Clearwater. She'll be up right after the break. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The House Judiciary Committee has voted to give Judiciary Chairman Gerald Nadler permission to issue subpoenas to the Justice Department. That's for the final Mueller report. Nadler has not said yet when or if he'll send those subpoenas. The Justice Department condemning virtually every aspect of Alabama's prison operations in a new report. That report says the system is beset by poor staff training and inability to prevent drugs and weapons from entering at a high level of violence. The head of NATO is using the organization's 70th anniversary to make a pitch to a joint meeting of Congress for transatlantic unity. Jan Stoltenberg is the first NATO Secretary General to make such an address. Auto sales in the U.S. falling 2% in the first quarter. That could be another sign the nation's economy is starting to slow. This is SRN News. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Group, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, 19500 Jamboree Road, Irvine, California, 92612, NMLS 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Okay, here's the deal. You're a freelancer, a hired hand, a self-made, self-owned business of one. Whether you're a contractor, creative director, or consultant, you're the boss. And that makes things easy. Unless, of course, you're trying to get a mortgage. When it comes to qualifying for a cash-out refi, Gig economy workers come with more obstacles, more complexities, and more stress, right? Wrong. Dial 800-815-0745, and one of our cash-out mortgage specialists will help you qualify for the lowest interest loan possible, regardless of your source of income. 
It's the easiest call you'll make all day. Dial 800-815-0745. That's 800-815-0745. Make the cash call today. That's 800-815-0745. This is a message to business owners. The strongest selling proposition is to get your customer into your store in front of your product. Now you can do that digitally everywhere with Salem Surround. Digital marketing that easily takes your business beyond its four walls. Putting your message on people's computers, tablets, and mobile phones everywhere. Your digital ad virtually puts them into your store in front of your products. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Call us at Salem Surround for a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggested ideas that could dramatically increase your sales. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers. Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hey, my name is Brian Golden. I am the host of Unfiltered Radio weekdays at 6.30. And I'm the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church. And I want to let you know about the launch of our North Campus on Easter Sunday, April the 21st. Our church has grown as we started as an alternative to church as usual several years ago. And now there's the need to create more space. And so we would love to invite you to join us on Easter Sunday for the launch of that campus. And we would love to invite you to be a part of that launch team. And you can get all of the information and sign up to join at centerpointfl.org. And again, that's Center centerpointfl.org. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. Being an all-pro dad is the greatest thing a man can do, but there's one kind of all-pro dad who stands above them all, and that's a foster dad. There's no greater hero than the man who steps up to foster a child. Totally unselfish, totally extraordinary. Only six in 10,000 will step up to help a child with no home. Put yourself to this test. Are you willing to take a step toward being a truly great man? Learn more. For the four joys of fostering, go to allprodad.com. Back, Bill Bunkley here live on this Wednesday afternoon. Phone lines are open. We've got uh, a spot for you, one open, 877-943-9673. Talking about uh, the legislature uh, passing a bill in the committee today to limit THC uh, in medical marijuana. Um, know that uh, half the states that have moved forward with this have limited uh, the THC in their states, and basically because of the research that uh, really hasn't been completed yet. And uh, the idea that they want to move forward carefully uh, already uh, in the edibles, which is, I guess, is the brownies and the gummies and all that kind of stuff, uh, it's already limited to 10%. But uh, a House panel moved forward to limit it in the Florida House of Representatives. Don't know how that will play in the Senate. We have Rachel in Clearwater. we got a line open, 877-943-9673. Rachel, your thoughts. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. 
Hey, Bill. Um, hope you're doing well today. Um, this is actually my first time ever even calling into a radio station. But well, bless you. I, Good to have you. Thank you. Um, I'm very compelled to call you in regards to this because it's very near and dear to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband um, suffers from, for the last nine years, from a, um incurable neuro- neuromuscular condition. Mm-hmm. And um, no treatment, any medical treatment have worked on him um, after about 12 different doctors. Um, when they uh, passed the legislation for the medical cannabis, um, it has changed our lives. Um, he's not perfect, he's not, um, but he's not bedridden anymore. And so... You, I, I don't want to pry, but is it, are you using the oil or the smokable? Well, he, he, was, he uses the oil. They also have, they currently sell them actually in a uh, vape form where you can actually, it's in a, um, in a cup. And so you put it in a vaporizer. So there's different forms. And this is where I kind of want to bring up um, just to kind of what you're saying about not knowing about the THC levels being so high. Well, you have those same high THC levels in the 20s in your um, in your cartridges that they currently sell. So to me, it sounds like it's more of an issue of they don't want people having um, actual flour because they don't want it abused. But to say that it's because of the THC levels really isn't fair because you already have those same levels in the oil form. So why is the government telling my husband what's best for him when a doctor is the one that's clearly made it better for him. Now, and I, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused because when I was all through the process, all the testimony was that in the oil, in the CDB oil or whatever, that there would, there would there's absolutely no THC whatsoever in the oil because, and it was for the kids and their Caesars. And so um, I guess I, I, I wasn't shame on me i didn't realize that there were two kinds of cdb oil because the one that i think is legal in florida you're not supposed to have any tac in it no i'm sorry that's incorrect um in the um currently actually ever since it's been legalized you have various forms you have your just simply uh cbd oil and then you also have thc and cbd products so you can go to truly's website and it will list all the products they have um, and so that's where I, my, I, I'm not really understanding. I think it's more the government doesn't want people smoking pot. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, in my opinion. Um, and by doing this, because we have to cheat the system, because we do have to break open the pods, because guess what? That's what helps my husband. And you know well, what? That's what we're going to do. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, but here, let me ask a question. Uh, I'm really trying to get to the bottom because I really didn't understand it that way. Now, True Leaf. Uh, I think they're operating in several states. It, I'm just want I, I'm because I'm going to research this because you've really uh, I'm just really here thinking because I don't think in Florida. I, I mean, is the True Leaf website is it nationwide or is the one just for Florida? I'm not sure on that. I know that you have local um, websites. They'll go even tell you exactly what products each um, um, store has. So. Uh, all right, right well, let, let, uh, well, let's do this. Yep. Let me leave that because I want to move on. So the oil was not effective, whether it has THC or not. The oil wasn't effective, and when you move to the smokable, that is what's really given your husband the, the pain relief to be able to get him to not be in bed so much. Am I understanding that part right? Okay. 
Yes, and well, not really. Um, the, 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 the oils do help him. Don't get me wrong. They do assist, and they help with spasms because he has muscular spasms that won't allow him to get out of bed. It's not even a matter of willpower. Um, but what we have found with the smokable form is it actually, for one, is less expensive because the cost is killing us. But what do I do? Tell my husband suffer? No, you know, no, no, no. So because of all this additional legislation that's involved and all this government involvement, it is now making patients suffer. Not drug addicts, patients. He is a patient. He's not a drug addict. Right. And I'm not saying you're saying that, but how he's almost that's how, how how they're treated. And when 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 you finally find something that helps your family, and and then the government's trying to take that away from you. And it's not for the reasons they're saying. And, and that's where I have a big issue. Um, and, How? I mean, and I would for you to do more research because I, I will. I promise you that there is currently being THC sold in those they pass. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting you. I, I, just, I just don't know if it's Florida. That, I don't doubt you at all that the product, there's products out there that have it, and it's on the True Leaf uh, website. I just absolutely... As I said, I, I've been out for a year because of my own medical challenges, and so uh, maybe maybe I'm not aware of something because I did lose some time there. But uh, well, let me ask you a quick question. Because here here's the here's the million dollar question, and that is, I don't think anybody listening here, other than the fact, well, let me ask the first question: Do you have any concerns? Because um, it, it's one thing if someone is terminal in a month or two. But another thing, if they're going to be smoking any level of TAC and any marijuana for a long-term deal, and I remember that it used to be, you know, for every one cigarette, it would be like smoking four marijuana joints, and that now that the THC is like times and times and times, you know, it's just the potential when some of this research will come back that there's going to be lung or some long-term medical uh, challenges. Does that concern you that we don't know exactly what long-term uh, usage is going to do in terms of your lifestyle with your husband? Um, not really, because it's um, it, to me, it's I don't know, personal. I think it's demonized. And as far as I mean, what's the difference between that and vape? I would think, if anything, we have more research on smoke products versus vaporized products. There's really not. That's a new product altogether, whether it be tobacco or that, that there's very little research or know-how about. And me personally, I'd rather him be smoking flour than using the um, the oil, personally. Well, last question, and that is, um, in every state that has attempted to do this, and I'm not talking about the two states that are recreational now, but, but you know, your, your husband and your husband's situation, as you have put forth, I think everyone understands in, in, in the serious situation he's in, the choice he's making. But at the same time, how do we, and it's kind of my camp, how do we, all those unscrupulous people and unscrupulous doctors, and, uh, you know, they, they don't really, I'm going to say something bold. You may disagree. A lot of folks may be supporting you and your husband, but they really don't care because all they want to do is be able to get a script somewhere and smoke pot for recreational uses. How do we, how do we, how do we uh, put a system together to where you are taken care of with your husband because you are le- absolutely legitimate about your need, but then all the fraud that's going to come from everybody playing games? That, that, that's the million-dollar question. I agree, but that can be said about anything in life. 
I mean, anything, any law you put in place, there's always going to be somebody that's going to work the system. I mean, that's just how it is. That's life. But in the, in the process, I mean, and, and to be honest, but you don't think life, you don't think you, you don't think with all these households that are going to have this, and they're not your. I'm only stipulating not your situation. Yeah, I'm yeah. stipulating the other. You don't think that. The, the stuff, is, and I, I put it on my generation, the older generation, is when the young kids are going to go to grandpa, grandpa, grandma's house and, you know, the gummy bears and, uh, you know, the brownies are around. I just have a concern for all those that are going to scam the system and the exposure to the kids uh, in homes uh, because, uh, hey, it's legal. People don't think much about it. They leave the, the brownies out and everything. And I, I just think that we're going to have, uh, we're going to have some issues, especially with young people and the people who are not like you, who have a legitimate use, but are just scamming the system for recreational marijuana. Not really my concern. I mean, if they're that stupid that they're going to leave it out for their kids to get, then they're just stupid. I mean, well, you can't fix look at the Look at the studies in, in Oregon, Washington. I mean, the kids getting exposed to this because the THC is so high, uh, it re- really screws up these young kids. So I'm just saying... There, there's a lot of things in the way here, but I want to be unequivocally clear that in your husband's situation, where I keep going back to are those that are not in your situation that will scam this and the increased risk for, for the proliferation of this out with the kids. And I know I'm conservative on this, but uh, anyway, just want you to make sure you know the distinction because I, I really hope that uh, your husband has uh, uh, the best quality life that, that you and he can research and provide for him. Absolutely, and I appreciate your time. And, and, and please, if you could, after the show, if you could do a little research on that, um, I think you'll find you'll be very surprised as to see. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that- i got, I got to get boned up. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> take well, take you care. Have a you I really too. appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for calling. No, oh, it's okay. 877-943-9673. Mike, how much time we got? And who's who's next? Let's go to Wayne and say, Pete, Wayne, welcome to the Bill Bunkley show live. Thanks, Bill. And thanks for putting me on. I love your show. We may have, to, we, right. we, we may have to bring you back after the break. Only got a minute and a half. We'll go ahead and get started. Okay. Uh, real quick. My wife died three and a half years ago. Unlike oh, cancer. Sorry. Okay. Very so sorry. you go three and a half years. Now add two more years to that. She was on medical marijuana. It mm-hmm. was legal then. And people didn't even realize that it. it was a pill form. It had a, war, a warning on it. Yep. And it was, it was like the medical field. They use it for an appetite enhancer. So this medical marijuana is not something new. But in the same respect, I had three friends at work who were avid pot users. All three of them died of emphysema. Bad. And, you're, by the way, your number was wrong. One joint equal to four cigarettes, not reverse. Oh, and okay. That's what th- I meant. I'm sorry. Hey, thank you for the kid. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. And <laughs> here's my here's my thoughts. You got a little kid. You throw him on medical pot because it takes care of some issue. So by the time he's 19 years old, this kid's now got four uh, full uh, emphysema. How are we going to address this issue? Because now we got a kid that's barely reaching adulthood, and he's already on oxygen. Because I'll tell you straight, all three of these guys died a horrible death and you know we were all compassionate we they couldn't even walk to their cars people were giving rides and stuff like that because you know emphysema is so bad and no, everyone hey hold on we got to take a break let me i'll bring you back after the break 
More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. Everything comes alive. Everything comes alive. Everything comes alive. And you. The Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Council and Pray Tampa Bay invite you to the annual Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, Thursday, May 2nd, at Armature Works in Tampa. This year's keynote speaker, Phil Cook, an internationally known author, speaker, and media producer, has a passion to see the church thrive in today's ever-changing world. Join us at the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, May 2nd, at Armature Works. Reserve your seats today at tampaprayerbrunch.com. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh. All you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Most people are living to find peace and joy and happiness, and it is amazing what people try to do to find happiness. Listen, happiness is the outcome and the overflow of a relationship with Jesus Christ, not doing, going, buying, being, or having. None of that's it. And that's why so many folks live their lives and come to the end of life and look back over their life and think, where's it all gone? And you know, I'm old enough to already be asking, Lord, is it that I've got more going on or is this earth revolving faster than it used to because time seems to be flying quickly? Well, the truth is it always has. It just depends on how we're going to spend or invest their life. For help and hope from God's Word, Visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. 50 feet, turn left. Why are 
are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, Bill Bunkley here, live, the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. Before we bring in our, our previous caller to uh, follow-up question, uh, you never know if what you're reading on the, interset, in, on the Internet is accurate, but one of the CDB sites here in Florida, medical marijuana was made legal in Florida courtesy of the enactment of Amendment 2 in 2016. Therefore, authorized patients suffering from cancer, muscle spasms, and seizures, uh, seizures can possess marijuana strains having at least uh, 10% of CBD oil and no more than eight-tenth of 1% of THC. So you're looking at an extremely small amount of THC is legal here in Florida. And uh, I'm assuming when I look at the websites, probably in some of the more uh, progressive, liberal, whatever, Colorado, uh, California, Washington State, Oregon, it wouldn't be surprising that some of these larger distributors um, are, are advertising CDB oil with larger amounts of THC. <coughs> but again, eight tenths of one percent, and I thought it was zero percent. But anyway, let's go back. Uh, who was our previous caller? I, I lost my Wayne. 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 Wayne, come on back in here. Wayne, you there? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I was there. quickly trying to do some research. Um, no, no, you're correct. You're correct as far as some of it and for certain symptoms. But it was a very low THC amount, and it was actually she was given a prescription that was filled from Walgreens in 2014 because she died in 2015. Mm -hmm. And it was called an appetite enhancer, and it was legal medical marijuana, and it was issued through a cancer I'm not going to say which one, but uh, that's fine. Uh, well, well, I tell you, also, also, if you were truly certified to be terminal, uh, you could get a script for marijuana cigarettes from the federal government. Yeah, uh, you could get those as well. It, but you had to really have uh, all the T's crossed and the I's dotted. But people don't realize that smokable marijuana has been out there for a long time. It's just been highly, highly regulated with the idea that it would go to somebody who is, uh, you know, three to six months, and you don't necessarily worry about the long-term health, um, you know, uh, outcomes of someone who, uh, in my point of view, going to go home to the Lord. But, uh, Wayne, hey, thank you for that. And, yes, uh, I meant to say for each uh, joint it was equal to four cigarettes. So I just, for the record, you know, I, I don't I don't chew, I don't smoke, I don't vape, I don't. I don't do anything, uh, so I'm probably going to be discounted by some of the folks listening, but uh, nonetheless, that's my worldview. But Wayne, thanks for being with us. But can I make one little last comment? Yeah, go ahead. 
Okay. The gentleman that said the government needs to let the doctors do the research, the government's been regulating stuff, they're lawyers, and they've been regulating education, everything else for years. They regulate all of these things, and most of them don't do it without some type of research. And those three gentlemen I talked about that passed away from emphysema, every one of their lung specialists said the increase with pot use is most of their patients with emphysema. Yeah, absolutely. Wayne, good stuff, uh, good information. Thanks for being part of our program. What do you think, Mike? Should we try another one or hold over first of the hour? George, come on in. George is from where? Pinellas Park. George, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hello, Bill. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. Good, 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 good. Your thoughts today about? Well, so I just want to say, first, I'm a conservative. And um, just to give some background, and uh, I don't use marijuana, but this is my concern about it, is that we put it to vote to the people, and the people voted on it, and then we send it to Tallahassee to be enacted. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's it. You don't get to start changing the regulation. You don't get to start changing what the people said. They're only there to represent us, the people. And it's a, it's a little upsetting for me that that most government will take the will of the people and then just start changing it. The minute that they get the law handed to them, they'll just start modifying it, changing it, and regulating it uh, to however they see fit. And even though I'm not a user, Bill, uh, my upset is that we put this to vote, Floridians, we put it to vote, and they spoke. And And I want to tell you, this bill has nothing to do with the amendment because what I want to tell you is, the legislature was going to do exactly what you said because every time there's an amendment passed, it always goes back to the legislature for implementing laws. The outcry over the medical marijuana amendment was so great. That's why we've come to where we've come the last few weeks ago with DeSantis, Governor DeSantis insisting that medical marijuana, uh, smokable medical, medical marijuana be part of the bill. That's the first time that they just passed that bill out and didn't do much to it. Please understand that this is a separate bill uh, regulating the THC in the smoking marijuana that's not part of the amendment. It's just like a regular law after the fact. So I want to make sure, George, you understood that. Yes. <clears throat> Thank you, Bill. Uh, the Go the quickly. I got about 15 seconds. I got a hard break. Yeah. Yep. The additional um, uh, modification is what I'm concerned about. Yes. To take it back and then to immediately start passing laws on top of other laws. Uh, to change, modify to to how they see fit. So point, point I'll leave well, it there. No, 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 no. Point well taken, and you're exactly right. That's the way it works. And uh, understand how you can be upset, but you have very clearly uh, educated our folks that when we get these type of uh, situations from amendments, they always go back to the legislature and they tweak them. And that and that's got you uh, not real happy. But George, we got to go. Great, great contribution. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. AM five seventy. Uh, 970 in Plant City, 102.1 in Lakeland. Come on over. we got a lot more to talk about. Hey, Florida, have you recently heard this or this? Then you need to hear this. Autoglass America. They're the best in the biz. Just one call, and they'll come and quickly fix your windshield for free. And guess what? They'll buy back your old windshield for cash on the spot. They offer a lifetime warranty. So when you hear this... 
Call Auto Glass America at 813-96-GLASS. Full coverage insurance required. Auto Glass America. Pastor, you work hard to make sure the flock lies down in green pastures. Why not enjoy a day on the green fairways at West Chase Golf Club? Faith Talk invites you to our fifth annual Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase, with breakfast from Chick-fil-A, lunch from Mission Barbecue, and tons of great prizes and giveaways. The Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is our gift to the pastors of Tampa Bay, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase Golf Club in Tampa. Slots are limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. For the second time in two years, the Senate has changed its rules to make it easier to confirm some of the president's nominees. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell accusing Democrats of a concerted effort to block the president's nominees. It is time for this sorry chapter. The rule change will drastically cut debate time on most executive nominees and lower court district judges to two hours. Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. Two hours for a lifetime appointment with huge influence on people's lives is unacceptable. Two years ago, the Senate changed its rules to make it easier to end filibusters on Supreme Court nominees. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. The Democrat-controlled House Judiciary Committee has approved tentative subpoenas for special counsel Robert Mueller's full, unredacted report. House Judiciary Chairman Gerald Nadler says it's important that the full report by the special counsel be released. The Constitution charges Congress with holding the president accountable for alleged official misconduct. That job requires us to evaluate the evidence for ourselves, not the attorney general's summary, not a substantially redacted synopsis, but the full report and the underlying evidence. But House Judiciary Ranking Member Congressman Doug Collins says Democrats are looking for something that's not there. At the end of the day, this president and what the report of the Mueller convention said was no collusion. There's no, no obstruction. And when we understand that, when we move forward with that, if we can't get what we want, we'll try and try again. Maybe that's the new theme of this committee. Nadler has not yet said if he'll send the subpoenas. It was a good day on Wall Street as the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up by 39 points to close at 26,218. The Nasdaq Composite Index rose by 46 points with the S&P 500 advancing by 6. Oil down 12 cents to 62.46 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity was will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. 
Concern is growing in Mozambique that food and other aid for victims of Cyclone Idai is being diverted or stolen. Mozambican officials say they are putting strict measures in place to secure their food distribution program after several reports that food was being stolen from survivors of Cyclone Idai. The National Disaster Management Institute, INGC, said it would introduce a complex process of aid delivery which would be monitored by the World Food Programme. They hoped this step would ensure that the aid reached its intended recipients. Hundreds of thousands of people were displaced following the cyclone and left without food and access to clean water. The BBC's Pumsa Falani. A researcher at MIT helped show big tech companies like Amazon, Microsoft, and IBM that their facial recognition technology was biased. Now some policymakers are pushing to set limits on facial recognition before it becomes entrenched in our everyday lives. More at townhall.com. Are signs of slower economic growth causing employers to limit their hiring? Payroll processor ADP says businesses added 129,000 jobs in March, the fewest in 18 months. The gains were in service sectors such as education and health care and professional and business services. However, manufacturing and construction firms cut jobs last month. The U.S. economy appears to have slowed, and global growth has been slowing. Moody's Analytics chief economist Mark Zandi says these trends point to a broader economic slowdown and cautious hiring by employers. Mike Hemp in Washington. Colorado's legislature gave final approval Wednesday to a bill that would dramatically change how the state regulates its multi-billion dollar oil and gas industry and sent it to the Democratic governor who's expected to sign it. The bill would make the protection of public health and the environment the top priority of regulators. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, welcome back for hour number two. This is Bill Bunkley live on the Bill Bunkley Show on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, as always, delighted to have uh, you with us. And uh, we've been having an, uh, an extended, but uh, albeit an educational discussion during the first hour, which we're going to carry on because we have Ivan and Mark standing by. And um, it is on the issue of the medical marijuana Now, let me reset uh, where we're at with all of this, and that is the legislature, uh, when the law was passed, there was a position by the legislature legislature and the governor that uh, the oil was what was approved and smoking marijuana was not approved. So the two sides went at it, filed lawsuits, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And when Governor DeSantis was elected and uh, as he was coming into office, he said that uh, uh, he wanted uh, smokable marijuana to be uh, part of the medicinal uh, menu of options for uh, folks in Florida and that either the legislature would have to pass uh, the amendment, including the smokable kind, or uh, then the state had uh, a lot of lawsuits that were in play, or he was just going to be dropping the lawsuits. So there was some talk about uh, doing implementing language on the bill, but uh, the political side of this took over. And so understand that the medical marijuana amendment was uh, passed out by both houses, signed by the governor. That's the law. Now we're talking about a separate bill uh, that has nothing to do with the amendment. It has everything to do with medical marijuana, but I want to just make you understand that there there's two different things here. There's been a bill filed that, um, that there be no more than uh, 10% of THC in any of the dried leaf plant that's going to be smokable. And I did research very quickly. Uh, not, I'm, I looked at a couple websites real quick, uh, but I don't have any reason to doubt what they have to say about the CDB oil in Florida. And it's been like one-tenth of one percent or eight-tenths of one percent. But we'll get to that in just a moment. So we're going to continue that discussion. We've got Ivan and Mark standing by. And uh, I think it's important to have this discussion because uh, in this area, uh, Florida is, uh, is changing. Florida is going to have um, other um, things that are going to be affecting our culture and affecting our communities. Phone lines, i got one phone line open at 877-943-9673. You can get in the queue. Let's go to Ivan. And, Ivan, you've been so patient in Tampa, and I think that you've got some, uh, some personal experience that might shed some light on what we're talking about. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, and I just want to say God bless you. I appreciate everything you do. I do listen to you, try to almost every day, so thank you. Well, thank you. God um, be the glory. Amen. Amen. So uh, I am a medical marijuana patient. Mm-hmm. Um, I do shop at True Leave um, frequently. Um, so it, I got a lot of useful information, and, you know, I think we can all agree, first and foremost, research is needed. But until marijuana is taken off the Federal Controlled Substance Act, that is an extreme barrier to uh, research to either pro or con, whichever way you feel on the argument. So until that happens, that's going to be a major barrier. Now, more uh, specifically into Florida and what you were discussing about the amendment and the the new uh, legislation proposed, it, it's kind of, you know, I, I'm agreeing with the, the woman who was speaking earlier because as it is right now, you know, uh, high THC flower is in the mid-20s to 30%, okay? Um, and right now the oils that are all over the dispensaries around Tampa, I'm speaking for myself. Yes, yes. Uh, oils um, that are for vaping and even, um, you know, other routes um, – you know, inhalation, sublingual, etc. Those concentrates are actually in the uh, in the range of sixty to eighty, ninety percent THC. Yeah, but and, is that, okay. Hold, stay right there. Is that Ivan? Is is or is that not in contrary to the law? 
I mean, aren't those higher? In other words, I saw where eight-tenths of 1% uh, was what the Florida statutes say. How is it that we have these higher levels in a commercial shop? What am I missing? When did we pass that out? And so I'm just trying to get caught up here. Okay. Well, um, from my research, the the uh, Second Amendment in 2016, that was passed by 71%, right. which extended the um, um, qualification to, uh, you know, PTSD, anxiety, a lot of gastrointestinal, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So much more serious um, uh, situations other than, you know, terminal illness. And I can't speak for the terminal illness, which which is what you, uh, you were researching and provided over the air. Um, but I can speak for myself and other patients that I know with, uh, you know, myself. I have PTSD and IBS. I was... Um, you know, I was, you know, almost passed away. I was attacked, stabbed. So, you know, oh, I've had a lot of situations going on, and my anxiety is through the roof. Coincidentally enough, I'm also a therapist. So mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. same time, it's one of those things where the high THC in the medical marijuana, which was passed in the Second Amendment, um, is actually within the law. And, you know, the argument that, from what I'm understanding, is, you know, to lower the flower THC, it's kind of irrelevant given the fact that the concentrates, which is the oils and the the really thick viscosity oils, you know, they call it wax and shatter, you know, different routes you can take it. Those are potent, much more potent, almost three, four times is what the flowers are. And these have been enacted since 2016. Well, here, here's here. I'm just about to figure this out for me. Um, a year ago in March is when I got diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, I missed all of last year, including, uh, you know, I made some recommendations for the election. But I, I, think where, I think where my lag is is that I was involved with all the hearings way back when we were talking about Charlotte's Web. And that was basically the CDB oil, which certainly had zero or nothing in terms of THC. And that was for the little kids that had the Caesar. What I'm now putting two and two together is is that when the amendment passed, that all these, what, what our caller from St. Pete was talking about, she was talking about her husband, I, I, now I think I, I'm getting it to where when the amendment passed, that's when the extra or, or the other delivery systems being vape, vape, or vape, or the fact that the CDB oils had different levels of THC, that came in sort of the second generation of the of the issue, and that's by way of the constitutional amendment. And then now we're kind of in the third wave, and that is uh, looking at possibly limiting THC in the leaf form. Uh, of what was the topic of today's show is so what I think happened is uh, in the midst of it, man, I was out when I say I was out, I was out. Um, so probably where my that lag is, and let me just say I I'm not a um, I'm not a medical marijuana user in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I'm not a recreational user of marijuana in any way, shape, or form. I don't have a lot of friends that I know that do. Let's say on a recreational side. So, uh, as I always do, I want to be transparent and tell you that this is one of those subjects that uh, I, I've worked on 
but I don't know all the nuances because it's, it's something that I don't uh, have to utilize for my health, nor do I utilize it for recreation. But I think, Ivan, that's where the discrepancy came. Uh, and all the True Leaf products that you're familiar with uh, came as a, as a part of the amendment. And I'm, I was still thinking in, in the dark ages the year before when we did more of the Charlotte's Web stuff where you certainly wanted to be more careful with the kids. Yes, and on the on you know the Department of Health, you know in your profile, there is the exactly what you're you're one hundred percent correct. There are different sections of what your recommendations are, and I have a section for the low THC uh, CBD, and then there's also the medical marijuana. So you're exactly right. I just want to say two things before I go. Yes. Um, you know the slippery slippery soap you mentioned is is absolutely absolutely true. But, you know, as I think Rachel was mentioned, that could be with guns, alcohol, prescription medications, as is already evident. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, until there is more research done, you know, we have to go off of what the patients are saying, the, the qualitative data, you know. That, I think that's very important. Well, I would say that they, you know, they certainly have a responsibility to, uh, I, I think that waivers ought to be signed so they know exactly that, hey, we don't have the I research, agree. you're depending on your doctor. But the, And I don't want to get Mark in here because we've got uh, a special guest we've got to get on the bottom of the hour, but I want to say that um, your point's well taken. However, the whole idea of government is to, when people say that we don't legislate morality, we legislate morality every day. The second part of that is that the government gets in on all sorts of things, where it's guns or anything, and they place restrictions. So what is happening here, I would just argue uh, about limiting the THC, is no different than any other issue that uh, either removes limitations or puts limitations on something. And that's basically every bill in the legislature. So um, your point's well taken, but uh, they're only doing what they do, and that's what government does. Uh, in terms of uh, all the laws we have on our state statutes and on the federal statutes. But, Ivan, thank you so much for being patient, and just wish you well, my friend, with the with the PS, uh, post, uh, well, you know what I mean. Uh, yes, sir, and, and, and we'll see you, sir, as well with the, you know, the Hope Your House Recovers, and God bless you. you know, got a couple so, years. I got a couple years, and I got a little rejection thing going on now, but you know what? Uh, I'm here. Uh, God's got me on post, so we'll do that. Ivan, thanks for being with us today. God bless you. God bless you. All right, let's take a quick break, and we come back. We'll get Mark in, and we'll have a chance to uh, chat with him this afternoon. And then uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Pastor Nick Chaplin, and he's the founder and senior minister of Faith Christian Church. Look up Clearwater Christian Music Festival is coming up Saturday, April 6th at Coachman Park. I'm going to be there about 245 to kick things off from the stage, and uh, we'll have that interview coming up just a little bit past the bottom of the hour on the Bill Bunkley Show. Business owners, the strongest selling proposition is to get your customer into your store in front of your product. Now you can do that digitally everywhere with Salem Surround, digital marketing that puts your products and services on people's computers, tablets, and mobile phones everywhere. 
There are no limitations on where you can reach customers. Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. When things are going along swimmingly, it's really easy to mistake that for what we deserve. Hi there, I'm Chuck Swindoll. When our dreams are dashed, our future is unknown, unfamiliar, or we're treated unkindly, especially without reason, we quickly think, no, that's not fair. I, I deserve better. Wait a minute, do we? What do we deserve, really? God has promised to lead us in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Sometimes it's along a hard road. Sometimes it leads through the valley of the shadow of death. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. Sunday afternoons at 1230 and 630. Listen to Calvary Church Radio with Dr. Willie Rice. You stand up when ordinarily you wouldn't stand up. You speak out when ordinarily you wouldn't speak out. That's how you know you have spiritual power. You do something on your own you probably wouldn't have done. Calvary Church Radio with Dr. Willie Rice. Sundays at 1230 p.m. and 630 p.m. On Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1.
right, let's bring it back in. Bill Bunkley here live, the Bill Bunkley Show. Normally I let that particular bumper chorus play out, but I want to get Mark in here because we're a little backed up on time. He bounced. Well, let's, let's listen to some more then. I tell you what, I needed that. I don't know about you, but uh, well, I tell you what, especially the kind of hectic day that I have, uh, oftentimes the bumper music just—I just close my eyes, I sit back, and sometimes I just uh, raise my arms and my hands in praise. But uh, boy, that's going to be an awesome, awesome day. Well, coming up in just a few moments, uh, as I said, we're going to be uh, talking with um, uh, Pastor Nick Champlin, who's the founder and minister of Faith Christian Church. And um, we've got the big event coming up. The website is lookupclearwater.com, lookupclearwater.com. And um, you can also go to facebook.com, UPCM Alliance. That's UPCM. That's for uh, Upper Pinellas um, Church Alliance. And I want to tell you that the, uh, the Upper Pinellas Ministerial Alliance they are organizing the Look Up Clearwater Christian Music Festival that's happening this Saturday in beautiful Coachman Park in Clearwater. Uh, both WTBN and our Radio Radio Lose folks are going to be there with a lot of stuff to give away as promotional partners in this. It was held on the streets of downtown Clearwater last year, but this year we're on the bluff in Coachman Park. And if you've never been to Coachman Park, and, again, uh, we get things going about 3 o'clock as that sun starts to get ready for that two- or three-hour trek and going down. It is absolutely stunning, stunning. And so all these churches have come together. So you not only do you have the concert, it's uh, it's an absolute, it's, it's absolute great, great function because you're going to see the different denominations. You're going to see uh, folks with different uh, pigment color. And uh, it is what heaven's going to look like when all sorts of people come together. And this year, there's a special area for the kids. So there's a, a kid uh, play area as well. And so uh, I'm, uh, I think it's about 2.45. Uh, so that maybe means I'm kicking it off at 3 o'clock. But um, God willing, I'm going to be uh, there and uh, look forward to meeting some of you. Well, we're going to take a break in just a moment. But I'll just uh, don't do this often. But... Um, I'll go ahead and share a little bit with you. Um, as you know, I've been having some um, ups and downs with um, the follow-on from my leukemia, um, bone marrow transplant. And uh, over the next couple of years, there's things that are going to come and go um, that are going to be having to do with the transplant. And they're sort of categorized as uh, rejection issues and um haven't said much about those, but um, I will say that um, we something strange has kind of happened. It's not life-threatening or anything, but um, I didn't know this, but um, both of my glands underneath my um, jaw uh, just swelled up like two grapefruits. I mean, I look like a chipmunk with uh, a big old low getting ready for the winter, if you know what I mean. And uh, it came on about a week ago, thought we had it kind of under control, and <clears throat> woke up this morning, of course, in the hotel room uh, in Tallahassee, 
and uh, they were just uh, out of control. Well, I went to an ear, nose, and throat on Monday, and so I already had that, that contact with the doctor. So apparently, um, in the same way you can have kidney stones uh, that can be very, very painful, um, I've been dealing with issues with my saliva, little painful eyes, had a little rash that was all part of uh, what they call graft-versus-host disease. <clears throat> but apparently, there we tried. Uh, I was in Monday and taking uh, some various um, medicines and stuff that my saliva glands have gotten backed up. And that can either be caused by mucus or can be caused by a stone similar to a kidney stone. Well, he found, uh, the doctor has found uh, there was one kidney stone that he identified. And so we were going to see if we could try and pass it. And, boy, when I woke up this morning, and in fact, it was a call to the doctor and uh, needed some pain pills. And so uh, certainly is a day that we've been talking about the pain and medical marijuana. I, I certainly, I'm certainly, I don't know how everybody's situation is that I haven't been through. I can't say I know how you feel. But I do know a little bit about pain over the last year and pain like right now. Uh, and so uh, Friday morning. Uh, I'm going to have a little inpatient uh, procedure where they're going to remove the stone, hopefully give me some relief. But I want to tell you, I'm looking forward to tomorrow morning, guys, 6.30 a.m. We're going to be at the Armature Works, a great brand-new venue for us to meet. And it's a CNBC group of of men, fine, young, old, middle-aged Christian male professionals are going to get together tomorrow morning and uh, bright and early, and so I'm looking forward to being there, and I will be there. Uh, I may look like, uh, you know, like the chipmunk uh, going for the winter, but uh, you know what? I'm not worried about looks. Just want to go worship the Lord. So we'll see you tomorrow morning for sure, and um, if you just lift me up uh, in prayer for uh, Friday morning. They say that as soon as the procedure is done, an hour or two I can eat and do the show and all of those things. Uh, I'm skeptical. Mike uh, Miracle, our producer, is skeptical, but I've uh, told all of our staff here to put it on standby, and so we will see. But uh, it has been quite an experience. And, oh, by the way, if you've ever had this, you can be eating something, and uh, if if the swelling is down because it goes up and down, you can eat something that doesn't agree with it, and you can literally over 15 minutes just see the bottom of your jaw just puff up. I mean, you can actually watch it, and then it's like big. Uh, I was actually at Moffitt um, uh, Saturday, uh, the first time it, 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 it did its deal, and so I went in and uh, we did a CAT scan. And, of course, when you're post, uh, post-leukemia uh, patient with the bone marrow um, issue of the replacement uh, transplant, Every little thing, uh, I'm back at Moffitt. So I have the greatest respect for the folks at Moffitt, and they've taken excellent care of me. But uh, I was there all day last Saturday to get slotted in to get a, a CT scan, and CT scan didn't really show anything. So, But uh, anyway, that's uh, kind of what we're dealing with. Hey, I want to remind you that uh, you have an opportunity still for Christian Tuitions. That's christiantuitions.com. If you haven't checked out our website, our special website, to be able to save 50% off next year's uh, tuition, you need to do that uh, because not only will it save you thousands of dollars, but it'll give you an opportunity for your youngster, if they're not in a 
in a Christian environment, if they're not in a Christian worldview environment, that may be just the thing that uh, you need to be looking at. And also remember that, you know, God has admonished us, you know, raise up your children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. And um, though, uh, though I falter, though I'm not perfect as a parent, far from it. And uh, my youngster is now 13, and um, I still want to do the very best I know how to do under the leadership of the Holy Spirit to um, allow my young man to not only to know and love the Lord Jesus as his personal Savior, but to walk with him daily, uh, to to be be knowing that Jesus is by your side every moment. And, of course, when you're... When you're that age and, you know, all the things are happening at that level. And for you and I as adults, I mean, the hardest thing we can do is to stay focused on Jesus during the workday. doesn't mean not getting your work done. It just means knowing that Jesus is with you. And like, you know, for my detour in the road, there's no doubt in my mind that as I went through my detour, my bend in the road, that Jesus has been with me every, every step of the way, every moment of the way. And, uh, you know, there's been good times and there's been dark times and there's been spiritual attack and all of that is part of it. But uh, I just want to encourage you that if you can repent and get to a point in your life to where Jesus is the Lord of your life, not just on Sunday morning, Sunday night, church socials, Wednesday night, but he truly is the Lord of your life. Uh, moment by moment during the work week, I'm going to tell you what, there is a joy that is unspeakable. And um, there's no doubt in my mind that the Lord has taken me through what he's taken me through uh, to give me a a, a deeper understanding of him that I would never have unless I went through this. And um, and I know that any time I kind of really, really focus in on the Apostle Paul, where he says, you know, on one hand, I really, really yearn to go home, go to heaven, and to be with Jesus. But I also know that if I still have work here to do, we'll do it. And uh, I think that's where the original win-win situation came from. You win if you go home, and you win if you've got ministry still to do here before you go home. And and uh, that's a, a way that I think that all of us should consider uh, living our lives. All right, uh, Mike, uh, what else we got going on here? Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that. All right. Now, we're going to have to get out of here to uh, take a break. And, uh, oh, we still got six minutes? Well, hold on. I, I did a miscalculation in my mind for the next break. Sorry about that. Could have taken another call. Uh, let's uh, get over here because I know what I want to talk about. Let me get my source document out here. Uh where is that? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Well, hold on just a second. I know what I wanted to share with our audience here. Uh, many of you are very familiar with uh, Dr. Tony Evans. And uh, some of you guys were with us at my home church at Idlewild, where just a couple of weeks ago we had an opportunity uh, for us to come together and learn about how to be kingdom's men. Hey, I got a prayer request for you, and uh, that is because 
Pastor Tony Evans ha- is asking for prayer, and that's because uh, his wife, Lois, and she has battled uh, cancer before. Um, her cancer has returned. Um, a quote from Tony, Lois has been a cancer-free patient under care for a while. However, her last routine scan revealed that her rare gallbladder cancer has returned. We need God to intervene as we continue our search for an effective treatment. And you can see that if you follow Tony on Instagram. He went on to say, we are going to trust God in the dark for a solution. And we are asking you to fervently pray to that end. Um, And they have been shocked. The Evans family has been rocked by this news. And that's uh, from the the lips of uh, Tony himself. Uh, The quote is shocking. So if you would uh, keep Lois in your prayers, and I want to tell you when I saw this earlier, um, and in my witness and in my life, um, you know, to some degree, my journey is day by day until we get past the next couple of years. And once we get past two, two and a half years, and uh, that's when, the experts at Moffitt, in my particular diagnosis, will begin to entertain using the word C for cure. And right now we're just in the post-transplant phase, certainly uh, uh, not having uh, any new signs of the cancer. Uh, did a bone marrow biopsy a week ago, waiting for the final results to come back, anticipate that to be clean. But when I see, when I hear like a dear sister, Lois, and someone who has been in the battle of cancer, and you sort of always live your life wondering if and when the cancer will return. And as much as I have been sympathetic with people who have not been me, I can't express to you how different it is when it's you. And every time I see a story like this, I just want to plead with the Lord, 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 please touch Sister Loris. Lois, please uh, just go straight to those cancer cells. Please combat those cells. Please get rid of those cells. Uh, in Jesus' name, she's been through enough. And um, so we're going to pray for her, pray for Tony, pray for the kids. Tell you what, he impacted a lot of people. He and his son, Jonathan, they were with us a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it's three weeks ago now, at Idlewild. And so um, on behalf of all of those, and I know there's people listening today, uh, thousands of folks are listening, and uh, many of you have uh, cancer diagnoses. Maybe you're facing uh, unwanted divorce. Uh, maybe your kids have disappointed you, or maybe they've gotten in trouble. So I, I'm sensitive every day that as we come together, and I do my best to keep you uh, informed from a, of a very uh, truthful um, and uh, both sides sort of sort of uh, approach to to what we do here because. Hey, let's face it, we're, we're sailing communications. I mean, we, we, we're conservative on our answer stations. Uh, we're Christian on our faith-based stations. But for both of those, uh, we really hold ourselves up, ourselves up to a higher level of integrity uh, and character when it comes to uh, our audiences. And you know that we don't play games of uh, uh, kind of like the clickbait of the Internet. We don't, we don't let... Yesterday, a couple of days ago, we had a gentleman who got excited and used a cursed word. 
you probably heard me admonishing him, but you never heard the curse word because we were able to uh, get rid of that before it went out on the air. We have a little bit of a delay that we use. Uh, but know that uh, we very much want to uh, give you a safe place to come, a safe place to be able to hear about the issues of the day, and hopefully get very, very close to uh, giving you the type of information you need not only to pray about, but if you want to pick up that phone and call one of your legislators, like today, if you really don't want to um, have this THC bill, then you know what? Do your research, make a few calls, and let the legislators know exactly where you are at. So coming up in a moment, uh, we're going to find out more about this music festival coming to Coachman Park. It's going to be a great afternoon, and uh, I think you're really going to be blessed. And uh, there's enough room to come from all over uh, West Central Florida. So remember that we have spring break traffic, so kind of plan accordingly for that. So let's take a break. and we come back, we'll give you the lowdown on coming out and praising the Lord, Coachman Park, on Saturday. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Justice Department is condemning virtually every aspect of Alabama's prison operations in a new report. The report released Wednesday says the the system is beset by poor staff training, an inability to prevent the drugs and weapons from entering, and a high level of violence that is too common, cruel, and of an unusual nature. The department is giving Alabama 49 days to correct the violations or possibly face another federal lawsuit. The House Judiciary Committee has voted along party lines to give the committee chairman permission to issue subpoenas for special counsel Robert Mueller's Russia report. The Democrat-led committee wants the Justice Department to hand over the full unredacted report and all its underlying evidence. On Wall Street, the Dow by 39 points to 26,218. The Nasdaq rose 46. The S&P 500 advanced 6. More details at srnnews.com. The Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Council and Pray Tampa Bay invite you to the annual Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, Thursday, May 2nd, at Armature Works in Tampa. This year's keynote speaker, Phil Cook, an internationally known author, speaker, and media producer, has a passion to see the church thrive in today's ever-changing world. Join us at the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, May 2nd, at Armature Works. Reserve your seats today at tampaprayerbrunch.com. This Friday, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters Friday. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the 
Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. They say you're nothing special that I should look around. But I say you're the greatest friend that I've ever found. They say a dog is man's best friend, but who takes you to the hardware store? Your car. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer or you'd rather leave it to the pros, there's a Parts Plus auto store or car care center near you. You never let me down, I'll take good care of you. Hey, for all the reasons you love your car, there's Parts Plus auto stores and Parts Plus car care centers. Hey, my name is Brian Golden. I am the host of Unfiltered Radio weekdays at 630. And I'm the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church. And I want to let you know about the launch of our North Campus on Easter Sunday, April the 21st. Our church has grown as we started as an alternative to church as usual several years ago. And now there is the need to create more space. And so we would love to invite you to join us on Easter Sunday for the launch of that campus. And we would love to invite you to be a part of that launch team. And you can get all of the information and sign up to join at centerpointfl.org. And again, that's centerpointfl.org. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, and I want to tell you that I am excited about an event that's coming up at April the 6th in Coachman Park. And uh, it's a big deal for us that uh, both WTBN and Radio Luz are promotional partners in this event. It's Look Up Clearwater Christian Music Festival. And so we're going to be there with a huge presence, and we are excited because we know that uh, with the turnout last year in downtown Clearwater, on the streets of downtown Clearwater, it has been moved to Coachman Park overlooking Clearwater Bay, and I want to tell you, this is going to be an awesome, awesome day. Now, coming back to talk about it a little bit further, we have Pastor Nick Champlin with us, who's the founder and senior minister of Faith Christian Church, and uh, I want to just tell you a little bit about him, because he grew up in a military family, and we're so appreciative of their military service, and uh, he traveled the globe. I mean, he spent half his youth in Germany, and the rest was scattered across the southern United States. His dad, his grandfather, younger brother, all career soldiers and airmen, and uh, he had a dream to do the same. But back in 1971, his life took an unexpected turn when he, well, he was not a believer in Christ, and he came to know Christ at the age of 17. That changed everything. Lived in Clearwater, Florida, met and married his wife, Kathy Avira, a year later in 72, and uh, I want to tell you, at the age of 21, they pioneered their first church called His Way Ministries. 
Later, it was uh, changed to Faith Christian Church, uh, and that was in the, in the city of New Haven, Connecticut. But in 1990, Kathy and Nick and their two children, Heather and Sam, came back home to Clearwater, Florida, planning a new Faith Christian Church where they currently serve as senior pastor. And uh, Pastor Nick, tell you what, uh, we just uh, want to thank you and uh, we'll basically thank you for your service and thank your family for serving our country. It's an honor to have you with us today. Well, it's an honor to be with you, Bill. And uh, speaking for me and, and my family, we really do consider it an honor to be servants. And, of course, that's what Jesus said was the greatest purpose, I think, of any of us was to be able to serve the people that uh, that God had put around us. Mm. Tell us, this is being put on by Upper Pinellas uh, Ministerial Alliance, and you're part of that group. Uh, and again, we're talking about the Look Up Clearwater event, uh, music festival. Why are you involved with the Ministerial Allowance, uh, Alliance, and why is it important uh, to to be sort of multiracial and look beyond the four walls of, of your own church? Well, um, in the first church that I pastored up in the uh, New Haven uh, and Yale community, um, <clears throat> Years ago, back in the 80s, I began to fellowship with um, pastors from the inner city. They were uh, predominantly black churches, and I was kind of the only only white pastor in that in that fellowship. And so that just developed in in my spirit. I think the Lord really put it in my heart. And you would you would have mentioned a few times how that that's really what heaven's going to look like. You know, we're not going to recognize uh, diverse colors outwardly. Really, we are who we are inwardly, and I and I was raised by my dad to think and to believe that way. So it seemed like a natural step to just cross the lines that naturally existed um, as as Christians will congregate, um, you know, in in their similar likenesses that they share. But it was a great experience we had with uh, the church we had in Connecticut to see this 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 mixing of people that ordinarily would not have fellowship together. They didn't have anything against one another. They didn't fellowship together because they lived in different types of communities. So when we came back down here to, um, to Clearwater, we found ourselves once again, our church is in downtown. And we're um, you're kind of right on the edge of, of an area that that um, is very mixed. Um, and so I joined fellowship with the pastors in my area and the upper pinellas county ministerial alliance is a group of pastors in that upper uh, north greenwood area and so i've been with them for about five years or so in fellowshipping and building relationships and and what has happened as a result of that is a wonderful cross-pollinization because other groups that I'm with, for example, um, somebody here's Tampa Bay hosts some pastor gatherings that have been going on for years here in the um, Pinellas County area. And um, so I've brought the pastors that I'm friends with and that I have communion with in the alliance to uh, those pastoral gatherings and likewise back and forth. And so now there's been a much broader uh, working together and fellowshipping together, and we've seen this, this emergence of, again, joining forces across those racial lines. And that really is um, it's kind of a, a major point or a catalyst, if you will, for the lookup event. Um, even though the alliance is sponsoring the event, 
we've reached out. We've got a number of churches from outside the North Greenwood uh, community or the, the purview of the Alliance, per se, and um, coming together and hosting this. So it really is a body of Christ event. So it, it just thrills me to see this because it's so contradictory to the bad news that dominates the airwaves today. You turn on the radio, the TV, and you would think we live in a world where everyone's walking around charged with anxiety and fear and, and hate and contempt for people of different races. It just isn't the truth. It just isn't. It isn't, it isn't that way. Mm. And uh, we as Christians, I think, are the, we're the only organization that really, and I use that term organization just for lack of a, a better, better name, but we're the, we're the only entity, I believe, in this country that really has the power to overthrow that lie. And replace it with um, with something that is more truthful. And you know, we can't do a better job than just showing our, our common love in Jesus Christ, which which has lifted us out of those you know those areas of division. Well, I'm excited because the whole work of the Upper Pinellas Ministerial Alliance is going to be on display. Jot this date down: April the sixth. That's April the sixth at Coachman Park. It is the annual Look Up Clearwater Christian Music Festival. This was held in downtown Clearwater last year. And I'm excited because the event is going to include live bands, worship teams, contemporary gospel, as well as Christian rap artists. There's going to be plenty of business and community organization vendors. There's going to be food vendors, inspirational speakers and testimonies. Our own WTBN and Radio Luz are going to be promotional partners in a big way there. And I'm excited because I was born and raised here, and Clearwater Beach was the beach that uh, my family uh, preferred. And so in the old days, before the new bridge was built, you would go right through downtown Clearwater. You would pass pass the Moss Brothers building would be on your right, and then you have Coachman Park, and then the bay unfolds. So I want to tell you, I want to bring in uh, uh, Pastor Nick again. Tell us a little bit about the view on top of that bluff at Coachman Park. And there's also going to be a very special, elaborate play area for the kids. So talk about the the, the location and the play area for the kids. And again, mark your calendar for April the 6th at Coachman Park. And by the way, on Facebook, all you have to do is Facebook.com and then type in Look Up Clearwater. Same thing on Instagram. Instagram, Look Up Clearwater. But Pastor, got just a few minutes left. Paint the picture of what's going to be happening in Coachman Park in that kids' area. Well, picture yourself with your family. You're on that bluff overlooking, uh, looking to the west. The sun is uh, beginning to sink a little in the sky. The colors are bursting, and there's fabulous praise and worship going on and an exciting life uh, emitting music being played from the the uh, band shell and uh, all the tents and the, the uh, people fellowshipping and um, it, it's just to me it's going to be a beautiful setting to have uh, an event like this in so I've always loved Coachman Park and um, and it I had the same memories in my BC days as a as a kind of a hellraiser atheist <laughs> I made that trek across the Clearwater Beach um, to gratify self and to you know, just just living a pointless life and 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 uh, um, you know wasting away. And now I'm back in that same community decades later, 
you know, bringing others to Christ and seeing the love of God. I was saved in Clearwater and Amen. did my first witnessing and preaching on Clearwater Beach. And so it's great to see the Lord moving. All right. And again, we're excited because, again, that date is April the 6th at Coachman Park. And I want to tell you that uh, this is going to be one of the annual racial diverse opportunities for followers of Christ. It's Look Up Clearwater, Clearwater Christian Music Festival. That's on April the 6th. And we want to remind you that if you want to find out more, go to lookupclearwater.com. That's lookupclearwater.com. Facebook.com, just look, just type in, look up Clearwater, same thing on Instagram. And again, this is going to be an absolutely wonderful day. Come on out, and uh, I tell you what, as that sun starts to set, it's one of the most beautiful places all up and down Florida's West Coast, and we invite you to be a part of it. Again, that's April the 6th at Coachman Park. Look up the information at lookupclearwater.com. Uh, Pastor Nick uh, Champlin, it's been good to be with us. And by the way, if you're looking for a church, Hey, check out Faith Christian Church and check out Pastor Nick. I highly recommend you do that. But uh, Pastor Nick, we're out of time, but I appreciate you being with us this afternoon and uh, hoping the best for unsaved people to come and to find Christ on April the 6th at Coachman Park. Yeah, thank you, Bill. God bless you. That'll wrap up today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We're going to be, well, taking it into the barn. But I remind you, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, is up with uh, today's edition of Living Truth. You can catch that in just a moment. But for the rest of us, hey, Mike Miracle and all the gang, thank you for being part of our show today. Hope you have a very blessed and uh, just a wonderful evening. Until tomorrow at 4, God bless and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.